welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors could not complete the two-game sweep of the New Orleans Pelicans. They lost, and, you know, kind of sucks because that messes with their play in positioning. But bottom line, it doesn't really matter. I say that because I personally think uh, the Warriors are going to make the play-in round. And while it would be nice, and don't get me wrong, there's still a chance, while it would be nice for them to be 7th or 8th and only have to win one game or be ninth and have a home game, it really doesn't matter. Because, <laughs> hey, if they end up winning and getting through the play-in and into the first round, great. You know, maybe they last five games against the Suns or Jazz. Maybe one of those teams has an injury and they can extend it even further. But if they lose in the playing round, then they're in the lottery. And I'm not all for tanking all the time. But at this point in the season, especially with the Warriors ceiling being pretty, pretty damn low, it's like, uh, you know, either way, you'll get a little something of this or a little something of that, right? Not to sound all pessimistic, I'm actually optimistic and looking towards the future. In this game, I was again impressed by Andrew Wiggins. If you just watch that dude, he's playing hard. I mean, he's played hard all season, but he is hustling. It looks like he wants to be a 16-game player. <laughs> and if they do, I said this yesterday, if they do get into the playoffs, it would be great just to get him that experience for next season, because that's what this is all about. But bottom line is the Warriors wanted this win. They put Steph back into the game with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's like playoff minutes, you know what I mean? But they just couldn't pull it off. They didn't have enough. You look at their bench, and they only go eight deep right now. Obviously, they're not playing Smiley or Mannion in meaningful minutes. So basically, their bench is JTA, Mulder, and Jordan Poole. Three dudes who have played in the G League. And not that that's some kind of scarlet letter or anything like that. But, you know, still. Like, it'd be nice if they had some dudes who were legit NBA players that, you know, didn't have to struggle and fight and scrap their way in. Nothing wrong with that, of course. But you know what I'm saying. It was a fun game to watch, even though they lost. But, hey, let's face it. The Pelicans, they were more desperate and they kept scrapping. Whereas last night they may have crumbled and laid down once they got down big. This game, they had no choice. They had to keep coming after it if they wanted to keep their playoff play-in hopes alive. I mean, they're not just chasing the Warriors, they're chasing the, the Spurs, right? Right now they're three games behind the Warriors, but only two games behind the Spurs. So that means something to them. And to be honest, wouldn't you rather see Zion Williamson and these Pelicans in the playing round instead of Lonnie Walker and the Spurs or DeMar DeRozan and the Spurs? Yeah, exactly. But I will say that at least the Warriors are fighting hard. They fought hard this game and they, they fought hard last game. It's a lot better than what they did the two previous quote-unquote must-win games uh, against the Mavericks and the T-Wolves. But uh, we'll see how it goes from here on out. They only have, what, six games left? 
Wow, that's crazy. And two against OKC, who are obviously tanking, who might actually overtake Minnesota in terms of a race further to the bottom. I mean, Houston is planted firmly in last place. But, uh, you know, the Pistons, the Thunder, the Magic, they're all (laughs) coming on strong. Let's hope that the T-Wolves at least, at least finish third to last. If I were them, then hey, that's great. Because at least they have the same odds to get the one, two, and three as they would if they finished last or second to last. But that's a longer, deeper conversation. I can't wait till the lottery, man. Actually, that's the thing that uh, I'm focused on. June 22nd. It doesn't seem that far, but it feels really, really damn far away. I want to know what happens to that Minnesota pick. And if the Warriors are in the lottery, I mean, hell, it could turn out well. It could turn out pretty mediocre. But safe to say, Warriors fans should all want the Timberwolves to lose as many games as possible this last week, two weeks, week and a half, whatever, of the season. And we should all be hoping that the Minnesota pick conveys this year, regardless. Whether it's 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, whatever. Because I'm pretty sure, barring catastrophe and barring the typical Minnesota Timberwolves bad luck, pretty sure they will not be one of the five worst teams in the league next year. There's just too many teams that are tanking, that are rebuilding, that will want to be tanking next year. And the Timberwolves, they want to win. Plus, if they end up keeping their pick this year, that means they get a top three. That means either they get Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga, on top of the talent of Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Jaden McDaniels, Nas Reed, Malik Beasley. So <laughs> they're not going to be terrible next year. So anyone who says like, oh, unprotected next year is better. No, it's not. Unless you want like the 15th pick or the 12th pick or something like that. I don't know. And that's assuming, assuming that they end up that bad. Anyway, I don't mean to go off on this tangent, but obviously <laughs> the the draft, to me, like once Clay went down, the biggest story of the season was going to be James Wiseman. Once he went down, Obviously, it was Steph going nuclear for like a month. And I hate to say it, but even with the Warriors staring at getting into the play and potentially the playoffs, the next big story is actually the lottery and the Minnesota pick and finding out after all this time what really is going to happen. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. The Warriors get OKC a couple more times and they get, I believe, back-to-back the Jazz, then the Suns. That'll be a good tune-up, right? If the Warriors get through, they're playing one of those teams. So we'll see how they stack up at this point. But uh, yeah, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in, listen, and subscribe. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by the National Film Society. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.